So Hill's out, Rowbottom's back out, Ingram's back out, and Shedden's gone back out as well. So she laps before they start to pick up the pace. Turkington with another better first sector time, but still in 10th place. Best lap so far for Dan Lloyd. Personal best for Dan puts him into 11th place now in the number one, two, three, Astra. So 48.179 seconds to get your pole position. 48.184 is the second best time. If you want to get in the top six, you need to be in the 48.3s, really. And you need to be sub-29 seconds through the first sector. 28.8 through there and a, and a low 19 through the second sector. That's what you're looking for, for a really competitive lap time. And, of course, a clear track. No dramas. Into the pits comes Sam Smelt in the Toyota Corolla. Teammate Rory Butcher in 13th place at the moment. The Speedworks run car. So Rory in the Toyota Gazoo Racing UK Corolla. Maybe one to watch here in this session. Definitely a likely championship contender this year. As we get now, Dan Lloyd on a very good first sector, 28.9. It's not going to be enough a challenge for pole position, but it should be enough to put him well up into the top 10 if he holds it together through the end of the lap, Dan Lloyd. Here he comes over the line. Where's he going to put him? Does he hold it together? Does he improve? And... Well, backed off maybe in the second half of the lap. The first half was looking good. So he stays in 11th place. Chris Smiley's gained three. He's up to 13th place now. The Northern Irish driver with a 48.493. There are one, two, three, four, five, six cars on the 48.4 bracket. So find a few hundreds and you find some time. Now, personal best through the first sector for Tom Oliphant. Remember, he's only five thousandths of a second away from Jake Hill's pole time. So Oliphant in the BMW goes across the line. Has he done enough to go through to the top of the times? It is a 48.2. It's a really good lap, but it's 16 thousandths of a second away from his own best time and 21 thousandths of a second away from pole. But he almost did it. And Aidan Moffitt's found a bag of time. He suddenly shot up to fourth place. So Aidan Moffitt, fourth, 48.318. Morgan's improved. He's gone up into ninth position as well. And an improvement from Smiley to go eighth. But a really good effort that from Oliphant. And, well, that time in itself would have been good enough for second on the grid. Not quite there. Gordon Shedden goes third. Absolute best in the first sector. And a personal best in sector two. So Gordon Shedden, 48.215 seconds. So now you've got 36 thousandths of a second between the top three. Hill, Oliphant, Shedden. Rubbottom in the pits at the moment in fourth place, exactly a tenth of a second away from the time. Colin Turkington's come back into the pits. And who else we've got out there looking good? Morgan with a personal best in the first sector. And he's looking to get further up inside the top ten if he can. So he'll out on track. Fastest at the moment, but by a fraction from Oliphant and Shedden. Uh, Oliphant's come back into the pits. It's that valiant attempt. A perfect uh, end to the week if he can get pole position here in the week in which he got engaged. Gordon Shedden, not as quick on that lap, but it was pretty good still. A 48.312. So still got good pace on that second lap. Ingram's coming very, very dusty. Yes, he's going to replay. Just, just crept through the back end of the gravel trap at Hellwoods. So it wasn't a full visit, but the, the left side of the car, those two wheels just yeah. kissed, the, uh, kissed the gravel. Yeah. Car needs a check over for sure. Yeah, it'll be okay though, hopefully. Adam Morgan coming in, so he aborts the, the lap in the end. 
that time removed for Adam Morgan. That might be why. So he comes into the pits. That was for track limits. Uh, personal best through, uh, personal best lap time rather, last time round for Josh Cook. He's ninth now. So it's Hill first, Hollyfant second, Shedden third, Robottom fourth, Moffitt fifth, Ingram sixth, seventh Sutton. That's good effort with the ballast on board for both of those drivers. Smiley is eighth, Cook is ninth, and Jelly is tenth. Ollie Jackson's just gained a place, but he's back in sixteenth at the moment. And, we're into the final third of the session. Eight minutes and 45 seconds left on the clock. All of the action in terms of times was really at the start of the session. Onboard shot on the ITV pictures of Jake Hill working away at the wheel and kicking up the dust as well. He's just a bit druids, but he got a little bit out of shape coming out of Paddock and up Howards. And it was because he took too much curve on the way through Paddock Hill. Ben just flung him to the outside curve on the way out of the turn. He just kissed the gravel so it wasn't a big moment but uh, it wasn't one that was ideal either so Jay Kilt has to have bought that lap personal bests here and there on the screen Sam Osborne with a decent lap it's gained four places up to 14th now for Sam in the uh, number four racing with uh, Wera and Photon Group uh, Focus so former Mini and Clear Cup racer into 14th place now Butcher 15th. Osborne who scored the first ever points for accelerating the British Touring Car Championship. They are now a race winning team. Butcher is crawling around trying to find some trap position currently. So he's not going on the attack yet. And lap time removed for uh, Carl Bordley for track limits. Carl in the middle of the field at the moment in 17th place. So of the front runners, the top nine, only Gordon Shedden is in the pits. Everybody else is out on the track but nobody is yet pushing hard. But it's at that time now where it might start to change. That seven minutes or so to go. Last lap for Hill was a slow lap as he had that moment so 53.7 but he stayed out. 48.3 for Shedden before he came into the pits and any other really quick lap times? Not really. Mid 48s for a couple but it's just not a quick phase at the moment. They're pounding around, but nobody's finding time. Oliphant's into the pits. Shedden's gone back out. Ingram's gone back out as well. Having had the car checked after his little trip through the ground. It was very similar to Jake Hill's trip, actually. Jake's looked a bit more excited. It was a bit earlier in the gravel trap for, for Jake. It was all about taking, riding the curve a bit too tight on the way into Paddock Hill Bend, where it was, it was just a gradual understeer at the top of almost at the top of Howards for Tom Ingram. No damage to the car though, seemingly. Sector, personal best sector for Dan Rowbottom last time around through sector one, uh, 28.7. So he's trying to find just a fraction here to get higher up the grid. He comes over the line now. Can he get into the top three with that lap? It's a 48.074, he's done it. Rowbottom's gone on to pole position. Uh, with a really good first sector of 28.7. That's a tenth quicker than we've seen anywhere. And it was a decent second sector. Personal bests, not absolute bests, but good enough. So Robottom, 48.074 on course for his first pole position. He's now more than a tenth clear of Jake Hill, who's down to second. Oliphant third, Shedden fourth, and Moffitt in fifth. Robottom's never been higher than tenth on the grid. It's only the start of his second season of the championship. But he has looked on the money all the way through. Just locks the rear as he makes his way through Druids, lifts the tyre off the ground and 
but it all looks under control and smooth. Comes through again. It's about to start another lap now. And will it be a quick lap or not? Not sure. Does it need to be? Maybe because he's a tenth lap with just over five minutes left on the clock. Dan Robottom looking really, really good here. And a tenth clear is a huge amount in the context of how close the, the cars have been to one another so far. He's got a tenth advantage over second place. And then there's a tenth of a second between Shedden in fourth and Moffat in fifth. But everybody else, all the way down to 23rd place, there are just thousandths of a second between each place on the grid. It's so, so tight. Robottom, Hill, Oliphant, Shedden and Moffat, the top five. Ingram, sixth. Sutton, seventh. Smiley, eighth. Cook, ninth. Jelly, tenth. Then Goff, then Proctor, then Turkington. Heavy car, remember, for Colin. 14th, Lloyd. 15th, Osborne. 16th, Butcher. 17th, Plato. Bordley's 18th, Jackson's 19th, and Taylor Smith at the moment is rounding out the top 20 and full fifth of the car. The cars are out on track. A few still in the pits. Sun's coming through the clouds now and brightening up. No personal best sector times at the moment. Time running out. That might be the lap from Robottom. So he's not been the absolute quickest in either sector, but it was just a lap which held together really, really well. They're clinching their fists down in the Halfords Racing uh, with Cataclean Garage. Robottom looks like he's backing off. Is that to head to the pits or is it to just give himself another run at this if he needs to? We'll see. But if they're going to do anything about it, they're going to have to do it now. Now, Ash Sutton has just done a personal best in the first set to never rule him out. Uh, 29.033. It's not enough to challenge for pole position. He's three-tenths down on Dan Robottom's pole time through that first sector. But he might just get him up into the top five or six if he holds it together. No, it isn't quite in the end. Uh, 48.421. But that was very close. It was just about three hundredths of a second away from his best at time. So Shedden did a pretty good second sector as well. And has put himself onto the front row of the grid with that. With a 48.079. Just five thousandths of a second away from Robottom. So it's a, a Dynamics 1-2 at the moment. Halford's racing with Cataclean. A first... They are second, Robottom from Shedden. And after free practice one and free practice two, that's not a huge surprise, I have to say. According to the timings, the perfect lap time, if you hooked it all together, would be a 47.991. So pretty close to that for Robottom, it has to be said. Now, can Shedden spoil his party? Can he get his pole position here? Not sure he's going to have enough left of the car to do it. That was maybe his big, big effort. It's Robottom, Shedden, Hill third. Oliphant fourth, Moffat fifth, and Ingram sixth now. And there's just two and a half minutes left in the session. Nobody lighting up the screens as yet. It's a hugely busy track, though, because you've just got one car in the pits, which is Sam Smelt. All the other cars out on the track. Jack Goff goes through, looking pretty determined as he heads towards Paddock Hill Bend to get himself a bit higher up. But he's doing OK in 11th place. That new car, remember, for the season. The Cupra, a 48.428 for him. It's actually exactly the same lap time as Jelly. So close. You've got Jelly, 48.428 in 10th. Then Goff, same time. Then Lloyd, 48.431, 3,000 slower. And 2,000 slower than him. Proctor in 13th, 48.433. And Adam Morgan's had a trip over the grass at the end of the lap. Stays out, though, on the circuit. But he had a moment coming out of clearways. About a minute and a half to try and get his first pole position. Third place on the grid, though, would be good stuff for him. And we've got three third-place finishes in the opening round of the championship at the Thruxton. And he knows it's all about, all about consistency. 
He's gone into the pits. So that's it for him. Hill's not going to get the pole position. It's looking like a row bottom Shedden 1-2. After a slightly sticky return to the championship for Gordon Shedden, we can't keep a fast driver down, can you? Because there he is, back up on the front row of the grid. Hoping to keep the front row grid start this time around. Team watching on nervously, but maybe expectantly now with only 47 seconds left on the clock out. Very exciting. Just to let you know, Jake Hill is already at technical check area, so session is complete for Jake. Yeah, he's um, not been able to find any more times. A valiant effort, though. 48.179, set the early benchmark time. I want to see green... Um, times coming through in terms of personal best through speed traps but not set to times necessarily although Ash Sutton's just done a very good first set to 29.010 so again if he can hold it together the back half of the lap might just break up into the top six we'll find out in a moment because over the line he goes and Ash Sutton puts in a 48.616 he just keeps losing out in the second set he's really quick in the first two-thirds of the lap but he loses almost half a second on that run out through uh, McLaren and Clearways and Clark Curve. So it all looks good up until that point. The flag is out. Robottom is more or less there. Pole position surely is coming. And the way, oh, the man from Kidderminster in only his second season is out on track at the moment. But surely the news is coming through that you don't need to worry, Dan. Nobody's going any quicker. You've got the job done. You've got your first ever pole position in the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship and after having to sit out the whole of 2020, having to work so hard to get this opportunity, well, he is making the most of it, that is for sure, because he has already had some really good results in the championship, particularly at Thruxton, and now he's a pole sitter and they are absolutely delighted. Great pictures, great scenes down at the Halfords Racing with Cataclean Garage. They're delighted with that and, well, they've had their bit between their teeth all day long, that team. And as I said, from free practice, you just knew they were going to be up there. But Robottom, maybe, it was maybe Shedden that people thought would get pole position with all of his experience and his three championship titles. But no, it's Dan Robottom that has done it. Nothing between them, five thousandths of a second. Dan Robottom is going to be absolutely chuffed to bits with that. He's on pole, Shedden second, third for Hill for race one tomorrow. Oliphant fourth, Moffat fifth, Ingram sixth, Sutton seventh, Smiley in eighth, Cook in ninth, Jelly tenth. Goff, 11th, 12th for Lloyd, 13th for Proctor, 14th for Turkington with work to do, 15th Osborne, 16th Butcher, also with work to do, Plato, 17th, Bordley, 18th, Jackson, 19th, Taylor, Smith in 20th, and then Morgan, 21st, Geddy, 22nd, Edwards, 23rd, Chilton back in 24th, Parfit, 25th, Smelt, 26th, Butel, 27th, Neat, 28th, and Hamilton, 29th, and almost the entire field covered by less than a second. But Dan Robottom now weaves his way back into the pit lane. First to the technical check area, though, will be his vastly more experienced teammate, Gordon Shedden. And there to greet the cars into the pits at the end of qualifying, he's Alan Hyde. Right height being checked at the moment for Gordon Shedden. Three-time champion just came into the technical check area. On go the, the way pads. And just behind is teammate Dan Robottom. I'm rather looking forward to this conversation and uh, Gordon Shedden rolled onto the way pads car is weighed with flash at the wheel uh, Jake Hill of course already here with uh, helmet off, mask on and having a conversation and 
posing for photographs with Jacob Ebry. Gordon Shed starts up the Halfords Cataclean Honda and Dan Robottom rolls his car into the check area. She's being checked for right height now and in a moment underneath the four wheels go the four way pads and thumbs up from the team to roll the car carefully onto those way pads the car being weighed as we speak just having a look in the car to see no particular emotion as yet um, but there is a nice round of applause for Flash as he gets out of the car I'm sure there will be the same for Dan Robottom when he gets out of the car uh, Flash is over with Barry Plowman, the technical director of the team Louise Goodman is standing by for the ITV Sport interview the uh, door is open for Robo and climbs out the right hand side of the car two thumbs up and the first driver over to congratulate is Jake Hill still connected with his audio and the earpiece a hug with his engineer Cap is standing by and he's very happy with that he'll be going over to speak to Louise Goodman first of all and uh, do his television interview, we'll get a word with him in a couple of moments but uh, I'll keep monitoring to see the smile on the face off comes the helmet, off comes the, the balaclava and on goes the on goes the cap and he'll go straight over to speak to Louise Goodman which might mean that I can have a word with Jake Hill lovely stuff there Jake to go over and congratulate Dan you remember it's not that long ago that you know what this feeling is like in the winner's circle essentially yeah it's good I was, uh, he's beat me to my first pole I was gutted we were obviously on pole for a provisional pole for a while and obviously uh, yeah congratulations to Honda they did a great job in pulling something out of the bag and, and both of them obviously on the front row but um, yeah congratulations to, to Dan and I'm pretty pleased with the result myself uh, well so you should be it's important it's your local circuit it means something special doesn't it it does and you know to be honest Alan we were struggling like mad all of today really really struggling to find where we're going to find the pace to be inside the top 10 and you know, to be fighting for pole, that's, um, yeah, a pretty good recovery. So I'm chuffed to bits with the team. So you have a little moment, did I? Well, which one? There was a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were there more than one then? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So the car, a little bit of a handful, maybe something that could be done? Oh, I mean, there's always, there's no such thing as a perfect car. Um, but ours was uh, an awful lot better than what it's been this morning. So um, I'm really pleased with the team. Huge thanks to Craig, my engineer, and all of MB Motorsport. Accelerated by Blue Square. Done a fantastic job. Well done, Jake. Great to have a chat to you. Thank you very much indeed. Jake Hill down here in Park Fairmay. Flash is queuing up for an interview and is about to come into the conversation and speak to Louise Goodman. Robo makes his way away from the interview area. There we go, a first pole position TV interview. How does that all feel? That's a bit surreal, isn't it? It's um, nice. It's great, yeah, no, it's good. I think it's to do with going on Tin Top Tuesday, to be honest, Alan. I think you're absolutely right, Dan, and I'll use that. I'll yeah. take that little clip. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But no, it was, you know, it, we've been threatening to be fast all day. Um, obviously, both of us were, were, were high up there in FP1 and 2, and it's just look at the draw here, isn't it? You get the right lap, you get the good openings, and it just worked out well for us then. Yeah, well, clearly things, you know, this year, 
joining this team, it's about building, isn't it? It's about building confidence, and your confidence has built quite quickly with this car. Yeah, I mean, the car is incredible, you know, and the guys are fantastic. You know, the whole Halfers Racing Mechatic Clean squad are really on their game. You know, I've got my teammates the best in the business, and I guess the guy mentoring me, Matt Neal, is, is, is pretty close to that as well. So I've got all the tools in, in my box, so to speak, so I've just got to continue to use them. I'm not sure he's going to be quite as helpful anymore, is he? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe have to fight. <laughs> Thank you, Romo. Great to have a chat to you, Dan Robottom, down here in the winner's circle. As I say, Flash is just doing his interview with uh, Louise Goodman. I think they're uh, just sort of potentially coming towards the conclusion of their interview and I'm standing by to have a chat he's uh, uh, yeah so Jakey's going to go in and I'll have a chat to to flash goodness me that was close between you two mm. absolutely just about trying to get that lab together and it's easier said than done really yeah. but um, you know a lot of cars out there looking for the same piece of tarmac and yeah, just trying to fall into the groove with some other people, and it's difficult to, to do that, you know. Yeah, it's um, it's always the same here on the Brands Indie circuit. Makes it a little bit more frantic when it's so warm as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty warm. Uh, temperature's dropped quite a lot since FP2. You know, the cars have changed quite a lot since FP2 as well. You know, that temperature makes a big difference. But good thing is, you know, we're, we're at the sharp end. Hopefully, assuming we get to start from the sharp end. No, no, don't say things like that. You know, hopefully going to score a bucket load of points tomorrow. It doesn't, it, uh, the same thing doesn't happen in the same place twice, does it? I hope not, no. no. No, certainly not. Thank you, Flash. He is, of course, referring to the fact that the technical check after getting pole position at Snetterton, um, unfortunately robbed him of pole position. A slight technical infringement on the rear wing was the answer there. And he mentioned it, not me, but uh, uh, lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. Surely not. <laughs>